Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, the day after the trade deadline. Uh, The Red Wings make the biggest deal of the day, the biggest deal of the deadline in general, ship off Anthony Mantha to the Washington Capitals, blindsiding everybody after the three o'clock curfew we're gonna break it all down we're gonna talk about what the red wings got back we're also gonna update you on our, uh, our our little competition find out which one of us us maybe with two s's as in plural uh is gonna have to do a tick tock dance so stick around for all of that i am detroit sports i don't know Bianchi with me today as always we got the full crew in house minus uh producer brian we got longtime red wings fan and a kidney stone survivor ethan smith ethan what's going on pal how's it going not much feeling pretty good about uh the trade i'll tell you that feeling good feeling great scotty bentley host of the bentley show detroit sports twitter uh guy savant sports encyclopedia uh hometown hero co-host of the lockdown red wings podcast uh alongside ethan and i scotty bentley what's going on how's it going man Great, man. Yeah, I'm feeling good about the trade, too. Um, oh, and welcome, Producer Brian, to the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. We are going all in on me introducing myself, aren't we, huh? Well, uh, it's great to be here, and uh, now it's my pleasure to introduce Nolan Bianchi, host of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, and also a Detroit sports writer. That's right, guys. Not only is he a podcast host, multifaceted talent, he also writes for newspapers take it away nolan and thanks for that producer brian uh <laughs> all right where where do we want to start here uh because the deadline for for all intents and purposes was extremely boring i don't know why we get duped on this Dude. every single year the mm-hmm. nhl trade deadline is not the nba trade deadline we always forget it we always anticipate craziness and then nothing crazy ever happens of course that changed when the red wings uh made a deal after three o'clock but leading up to that Nothing really going on at all. I saw there was a tweet uh, that got put out there, you know, about how everybody was basically, you know, the the day was all about Luke Lendetti. It was the 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 Glenny Ball, um, and uh, unfortunately, he did not get moved. Jonathan Bernier did not get moved. Uh, Victor Mete, who we talked about on yesterday's episode, he ends up getting claimed by Ottawa. So big Vic, why? Yeah, big Vic, as uh, we know him here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Uh, he's like five, eight or something like that. Um, he's tiny <laughs> five, eight defense from big Vic baby. Um, and then after three o'clock, here comes a, here comes the deal. Here comes the, uh, the, the Anthony Mantha trade that we've all been waiting for. Uh, he goes to Washington and return for Jacob Rana, Richard panic and uh, a first round pick in 2021 and a second round pick in 2022 so we'll start with your general reaction uh when that trade came across the wire what i guess your your where your headspace was at before the trade happened and uh 
Ethan, we'll start with you. Well, I start work at seven. So I was listening to the trade deadline day on ESPN plus all day. And it was awful. They were, they were like talking about video games and past trade. They had nothing to talk about. I can't believe I made it through. I thought, I thought we were going to get a good trade in. I wanted to be the first person to break it to the group chat that somebody got traded. But the second I leave work, I check my phone like halfway through the ride home. And there's like 50, 50 messages in our group chat and like 15 ats my name to finally look at it. I was like, Oh my God, no way. They're actually trying to, I, I, I'm just super pumped about it. I mean, I've, I haven't seen a fleecing like that since Martin Erat was traded for flip Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Scotty? Uh, I mean, I think for, all of probably the whole fan base, honestly, it saved our opinion of the trade deadline. I, I mean, I think I, I put a I put a Twitter poll out on our Twitter account um, asking people to grade the deadline A, B, C, or D or worse. And it got, I want to say somewhere between like 150 and 200 responses. And the most common one was A, and there were quite a few Bs. There was almost no C or Ds, but some people responded and said, you know, I, I think this probably was a D or even F deadline before yeah. the Mantha trade. And I think that's totally reasonable and probably true. I, I mean, um, Steve might listen to this, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he saved it, though. He saved it. Yeah. So final result, you know, um, it, it's just crazy to me how how much of a not, I, I, 180 sounds, I don't know, maybe too extreme, but how much of a savior this really was. And it absolutely, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into the details of it. Um, it's a massive fleece job. And, and like I said, most importantly, I think it just made not getting rid of Bernier and uh, Glenn Denning, like a little, like more okay and more acceptable because of this great deal. So we'll get to the, the Verona panic draft pick side of things, uh, in a second but this is this is for all intents and purposes i hate to like make it a sad thing but this is this is a little bit kind of sad you lost a a guy who you thought was going to be part of your core you lost a guy who you know you kind of thought was going to be hopefully in the mix by the next time that this team is a contender uh and i know that there were there have been rumors about it all along people have been very frustrated with his play it doesn't necessarily come as a surprise but at the same time like how long have we been hearing these rumblings and and nothing substantial, never like a team been identified like, oh, so-and-so's pursuing Anthony Mantha. The Capitals in general were completely out of left field for Anthony Mantha. I don't think any of us saw that coming. Uh, and at the end of the day, like Mantha, he's a homegrown talent. He was here for a long time. Uh, but that said, I'm, I'm kind of happy for him. Like he gets to go to a really good situation. He wasn't like, it, it just, he was having a little bit of a rough year. I think maybe just the overall stigma of his play was kind of uh exaggerated because he did have have a rough start to the year we hadn't seen the red wings play in a long time and and i think with anthony mantha more than anybody else on this team we were a prisoner of the moment like when he was good it was like this guy's gonna score 40 when he was bad it's like this guy's not worth anything and uh i i think he's gonna be a star in washington i really do he's either gonna be playing with kuznetsov or backstrom up the middle he could possibly be playing opposite of ovi on the wing and uh i mean if he gets time on that power play which i'm assuming he will he's just gonna be an absolute stud yeah i mean like as long as 
you can, you'll really be able to tell the difference between Anthony Mantha with Sam Gagner up the middle or <laughs> with Kuznetsov up the middle. Wow, that's going to be a big difference. Yeah, it don't, you can feel bad and I guess sad that he's gone, but he's going to be tearing it up. And he gets to go to the playoffs. Exactly. Hopefully he can get to go deep. Like, yes. who cares? Go have fun. It's yeah. been it's been fun. 100%. Thanks for coming. 100%. Yeah, I, I think it's really uh, like win, 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 win for like everybody. I, I mean, I, yes, you can be sad that he's gone just because he's I mean, he is one of the longest tenured people on this team at this point. Um, but he's obviously in a much better situation now. We might finally get to see that rumored like elite ceiling that we've been hearing about since he was, you know, 20. Like you might as well just do it. It clearly wasn't working out here. Um, it's a lot of, lot of roller coaster of emotions, certainly while he was here, but yeah, I think, uh, this is pretty beneficial for every party involved. And as much as like, yeah, like you want to be able to say that Eiserman fleeced them. I, I think that time could prove that to be incorrect. I'm not saying, I don't, I don't think there's any way that Detroit loses this trade. Cause even if things go horribly, like you look at the deal and you're like, well, who wouldn't have taken that at the time? But at the same time, like Anthony Mantha very well could become a star in Washington, like a, a premier superstar. Washington is in first place in the division. Uh, they're, they're pushing for a cup. They're probably going to make a deep run. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, when we've talked about Anthony, Anthony Mantha's ceiling, on the show a billion times so who knows it's it's one of the rare blockbusters where like i don't know uh, despite the fact that everybody was saying that washington got fleeced i, I truly do think this like is a, a great deal for both teams because washington is in win now mode verona kind of fell out of favor there um and you know we'll, we'll see if each respective team can uh kind of not rehabilitate but push along the story and help those guys get back to to who everybody thinks they are. Uh, so we're going to get to the Verona side of things in just a second. But first, I got to talk to the folks about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it is now impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts in his computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, and in your pocket. Chain stores, they got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. I think that's messed up. I think that whenever you need an auto part, you should be able to get it for the lowest price available, and you can do that at rockauto.com. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Uh, when you go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just do us a favor, write Lockdown in there. How did you hear about us, box so that they know we sent you? They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Just missed. Moving up Whitney. Whitney circling. Three to go. Eiserman. Two oh. seconds. Score! Steve Eiserman. Oh my God. Seven seconds left. The Red Wings win. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, boys, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast with the Anthony Mantha trade, with the return that they got, they they add quite a haul. They get lots of draft capital, a first, a second. They now have uh, seven picks in the first three rounds, the 2021 NHL draft. Who knows uh, where that first is going to be? And actually, we can kind of start there before we get into uh, Verona and panic. This very, like, 
we're all rooting for Washington to get knocked out in the first round, right? Like despite yeah. all the oh, stuff yeah. that we said about being happy for Anthony Mantha big time and all those things. Like I, I still hope they completely flounder and lose to the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a nice quick little, yeah. Like the patented second round exit at most. So now you have a team who uh, like, they just keep building on the draft capital and like, who says that they're not going to go out and get even more like right before uh, the trade or, or right before the draft or even in the draft, or maybe try and push those chips maybe further along down the road and flip them later. But this team like is really sitting pretty. I saw one, I saw one thing, somebody, uh, I think it was Iserman season uh, tweeted it out and it was from hockey buzz. And the guy was basically like, I don't understand this move. What it's telling me is that Iserman is pushing the rebuild three years down the road by trading Anthony Mantha. And uh, I just thought that was the absolute craziest thing in the world. Anyways, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's talk about Jacob Verona because he is an extremely intriguing young player and one whose numbers like match up pretty well with Anthony Mantha. And the difference is uh, that Jacob Verona, he's 25 years old. He's still on his, his RFA deal. Uh, he'll be expiring after this year. So Detroit has control over him uh, or they have, you know, they have his rights for a while. And uh, a, a guy that really has a chance to be a long-term fit and a long-term piece for this core. Yeah, I, I think that this is going to be a kind of a deal, like you said, where we're going to look back on it and kind of give a better idea of just how much the Wings won by. But I think that this is also the kind of deal that, um, how do I say this? Like when you look at, regular box score stats will kind of tell you that maybe the team you play for is a lot more important than the, your box score stats. Sometimes like their numbers are really not that far apart. Like this year specifically, they, they have pretty damn similar numbers. And I think that this is just the kind of move where you look and you're like, and he's a year younger than Manta. So like, I, I think you look at that and you're like, okay, well, I, I don't know. I, I think that um, Manta in a better situation obviously has, we, as we talk about it all the time, the really high ceiling, but I think this could be a trade we look back on and kind of are like, okay, maybe we, we don't, maybe we've become a lot less obsessed about just, you know, hockeyreference.com numbers because clearly they can be similar. And if someone's just on a horrible team, their numbers are just aren't going to be good. Yeah. You know, an interesting thing too is with I know Mantha's contract wasn't bad, but with Verona after this year, he's still going to be an RFA, so we mm. still hold his rights. We're, yeah, it. I'm guessing it's going to have to be another since he's going to be coming over here with a month to go in the season, and he hasn't had he's had issues with Laviolette. I know in Washington this year, it's, I'm sure it's going to be like another uh, prove it deal. It mm. won't definitely won't be a bridge deal. Probably be a nice little one year deal, but. I like that. I mean, it just gives us a bit more cap space and we get a, a bit more, I guess, uh, I don't know if options is the right word, but it, it just going into the future, knowing that we're, we have plenty of money to sign everybody that Iceman feels could, should be on this team. Um, and it's not tied up in a six foot six forward who's inconsistent at best. And the thing is, Shots with fired. Uh... <laughs> 
Uh, like Jacob Verona, he also like hasn't really had the playing opportunity that Anthony Manta has. Like Anthony Manta has been a bona fide first liner on this. He's a healthy scratch this year. For, He's been a healthy uh, scratch for a while. Yeah, Jacob. Yeah. Well, Ethan just touched on you know his his uh, touch and go relationship with Laviolette, but like even like As over like, the last what offensive stud doesn't have an issue with Laviolette. Like exactly. Exactly. Uh, but he's only, he has never played more than 15 minutes a game as an entire NHL career. He's averaging 1422 this year. Anthony Mantha usually uh, within that like 1750 to 18 something range. Um, and when he break down like their 460 stats, so, so I got, I got some stats for you boys. Uh, since 1819 at five on five, Jacob Verona has 1.36 goals per 60. That's sixth in the NHL. Anthony Manta has 0.76 goals per 60. That's 106th in the NHL. Uh, Verona has 0.74 primary assists per 60. That's 52nd. Manta is uh, 0.67. That's 79th. Uh, and then 2.46 points for, per 60 for Jacob Verona. That is 19th in the league, uh, Anthony Mantha at 1.75 points per 60. So even like right there, like 18th in points for 60, that is, uh, let's see, right, or sorry, over the last three years, 18th in points per 60, right in between Elias Pettersson and Brendan Gallagher. So That's pretty good, huh? Yeah, not bad. So we placed him. Yeah. I, I'm absolutely shocked at what we got for Anthony Mantha. I'm yep. absolutely shocked. It's unreal. Um, and then this one, I, I have a tweet uh, from this guy. So those those previous stats, by the way, came from Jay Fresh and Dmitry Filipovich. Got to uh, attribute those. Uh, and then from the Twitter account at that's offside, he says, "I'd argue that while Anthony Mantha is the best player move of the deadline this year, Jacob Verona might be the second best. You have to give up quality to get quality, and both teams did that. Very strong asset management by Iserman in particular. So I mean, just like kind of looking at it, like if you, if you just want to." do like a one for one trade like this would have been a real close call but the fact that add in the fact that detroit got the the first and and second on top of that while they did have to take the t- cap dump of of panic and we'll probably get into him like another time um but jacob ron is kind of the star of this trade coming back and so when you just like add all those things uh i mean this trade is just and i've said it once i've said it again i'll say it a billion times an unbelievable deal for Steve Eisman and the Detroit Red Wings. Makes me smile. It, it really is like um, if that was a straight up deal, while I think that people probably would have looked around and been like, oh, we could have gotten more. I don't think that people would have been like all up in arms, like, you know, slam their fists on the table upset. If that was a straight up deal, I think like, okay, like he's a year younger. Sure. We can see what we get with him, And, and the fact that we got then a, a first and a second on top of it, it like that's yeah. Unbelievable deal. And not for nothing. Jacob Verona was a crucial, crucial part of that Washington capitals Stanley cup run. So like he's been in those moments, like, I don't know how much you guys like to count for those things, but uh, I think they're important at least to some degree. So uh, that's pretty nice too. He's got that experience. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, so does Christian Juice. You know, let me see where that's going. Uh, bet online, folks. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA and the NHL, they're just getting good, folks. The Red Wings are probably going to be out of it over the next month. They're definitely going to be out of it come playoff time. So make things a little bit more interesting. Sign up for a bet online account. Uh, get in on the action. You know, 
wet the beak a little bit as the uh as they say they got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit at bet online uh when you use our promo code locked on that's a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit promo code locked on at bet online your online sportsbook experts there's an old man sitting next to me Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, boys, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, and this is where things get a little less fun for me and uh, Ethan as well. So if you tuned in last week on Friday, we did a, uh, a nice little trade deadline weekend preview show. And uh, in one of the episodes, we did some bold predictions. We, I decided <laughs> at the last minute to make it a little interesting. Uh, and I said, let's throw some steaks on this grill. Uh, well, I wasn't we, even there. Correct. <laughs> so um, basically, we just like assigned point values to each prediction and it was like whoever finishes with the most points they win a new hat whoever finishes with the least amount of points they have to do a tiktok dance and i said in that episode i wasn't there i I, dude shut up we don't care (laughs) we don't care i don't want to do it so i said i really hope ethan loses well then ethan submitted his picks later in the day and he just so happened to submit all the same picks that I did like, except for like one question, uh, which means that when one of us came in last, we would both come in last and guess what happened, folks. We both (laughs) came in last. (laughs) And so now, uh, we are going to do a tiebreaker to see who had to do the TikTok dance. Uh, but it has been decided the gauntlet has been thrown down. No, 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 no. We're doing a duet friends. And I'm, I'm pretty excited. Ethan, I'm pretty excited. I'm not. Why? <laughs> Are you such a crybaby? Do it, man. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, man, yeah. I sound like a 1920s bank robber. Man, <laughs> man I don't want to do that. <laughs> Adam Ernie scored. Are you kidding me? Adam Ernie. Adam Ernie just scored again. Again. Again, I'm again folks, and you heard it live. All right, back to the TikToks. Uh, well, first, shout out to producer Brian. Uh, won himself a nice new hat. Already sent the link to the group chat. Where I'll, I'll probably get on that tonight or tomorrow. Uh, order that for him. Nice little Most gift. Expensive hat I've ever seen in my life. I cannot believe he asked for that one. I know, one hundred and eight dollars. But I mean, we we said that we would. He uh, made us bid for it on eBay too. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> uh, just a nice forty-seven brand Lions hat. <laughs> uh, so I'm very very excited about the TikTok dance. I think I've come all the way around on it and like I'm looking forward to it a little bit. All right, we're just going to have to do it on a weekend. I can just get drunk and then I'll just be fine yeah. with anything. <laughs> so we had like, okay, so we had uh, bo- both of us got right, like to our credit, we both got right. Uh, what is the, the number, the round of picks they're going to acquire the most of? That was four. Uh, we both took the under on three and a half total or two and a half total trades. We both took the under on three and a half draft picks. 
and really just none of that came to fruition. We also did a little parlay at the end where we tried to pick the guys who would get shipped at the deadline. Well, guess what, folks? Uh, nobody that we thought was going to get shipped out got shipped out. Bobby Ryan had a season-ending uh, injury announcement Four right hours after the episode the aired. Uh Jonathan Bernier didn't get moved. I, I figured, honestly, like once Colorado picked up Dubnik, I was like, there's just no, like, I don't, I didn't have a lot of confidence in it. Um, yeah. And then I think my extra one was Sam Gagne, but I, I can't remember. Uh, but we're going to rock it out. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be on the Lockdown Red Wings Twitter page, probably on the Lockdown Red Wings Facebook page as well. Um, so I'm Is really excited be- about that. Last thing that I kind of want to get to. Uh, Adam Ernie, good goal, baby. And they're going on the power play. Last thing that I want to get to before we wrap this up. Um, do you see Jonathan Bernier coming back next year? Because I kind of at this point do. Like, I, I don't think yeah. that like, I think there was probably a deal out there to be had, but I don't think, um, I, I like, it, uh, like we've kind of talked about it and, you know, Scotty kind of said yesterday, uh, what is the point in keeping them? I do think there might be a, a point to keeping Jonathan Brady because you don't have your goalie of the future. Thomas Grice has not been good. Like I would not feel good going into next season with Thomas Grice as the one a, and then just like Calvin Pickard or whoever uh, as the backup. And so I don't know now they didn't trade him. Why not bring him back for another year? If things go well, maybe he's open to getting traded again. Like yeah, you just kind of exactly. keep, keep, you know, you made a good point in the group chat earlier, Ethan. I can't remember exactly what it was, but about like not making deals just for the sake of, of making yeah. deals, because at a certain point you have to make sure that you don't set a bad precedent uh, yeah. when it comes to trades. It's like if, if, if you're trying to sell your car for $25,000, right. And we're in an, in let's say we're in a recession and somebody's like, okay, well I'll give you $15,000 for your car. I mean, unless you're like, desperate for that $15,000, which would be probably a fifth round, fourth round pick when you're asking for a second, you don't take it. Yeah. You hold on to it. Yeah. Cause that asset was valuable enough for you to ask for that much. So you're not going to say, okay, fine. Cause then in the future, somebody would be like I'm trying to sell your next car. Be like, well, you sold me your last car for only $15,000. Why are you asking for 25 for this one? That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And I do think too, like there is value to be, had out of fielding a like semi-competitive hockey team down the stretch like as much as like it's nice it'd be like just lose every game just lose every game like that is not good for development Uh, and goaltending yeah exactly and goaltending is a big part of that like we've seen how this team has played in front of thomas grice we've seen how this team has played in front of jamie howard when you don't have confidence in your goaltender that changes everything um and so I, i i really am kind of come back around on the idea of like, Hey, let's bring Jonathan Bernier back again. Like I don't see a downside to it, I suppose. Uh, and who knows, maybe we'll get lucky. Seattle will take Thomas Grice off your hands or something like that, but uh, (laughs) that remains to be seen. So what we're going to do from now on to close the show uh, from here on out uh, is it is a daily tankathon spin. So I just figured, you know, with, with the season kind of coming to an end, everything being, you know, less consequential, uh, as things go on, no stonks to watch after, uh, things like that. Might as well have a little fun. We'll, so we'll end the day or we'll end every episode when we remember. Uh, we make a lot of promises on the show that we just never follow through on, which I think is low-key kind of funny, but also probably is annoying to some people. Um, so we are going to uh, do a tankathon spin and then get out of here. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed 
the NHL trade deadline coverage. Keep it tuned in. We're going to be all over the place for uh, draft coverage as soon as the season ends. So, uh, and probably before the season ends, frankly. So be on the lookout for that. We'll get into some more of Steve Eiserman's comments that he made in the press conference, including uh, some things he said about Mo Sider, some of the other kids over in Europe. We'll talk about that probably on uh, tomorrow's show. We do have a big interview coming later this week. Not going to say who it is, but if you've been on Twitter, you probably might know who it is, uh, but it's going to be a good one. So I think you guys are going to want to tune in. So here we go. Without further ado, Brian, give me a drum roll for if you got one uh, for the first tagathon spin. And we should probably keep track of this too. I'm keeping track. You should. I like that. Incredible drum roll. Oh, we fell the maximum amount of spots. Dang it. Oh, (laughs) we're picking seventh. (laughs) That's pretty realistic. I feel like it's pretty realistic. Uh, All right. Picking seventh. We'll see you guys back here. What we should expect. (laughs) Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.